All right, here we go, and where are ya? You're here with me, Chelsea Button. Chelsea Bouton. The French call me Chelsea Le Bouton. Not actually, they don't call me anything. That's not even really my real name, but that's just our secret, I guess. So I'm back. Welcome to Overzealous. I'm pretty friggin' stoked to be here again for the second episode. I have been so busy this week. Not really. <laughs> I consider busy working four days a week and I worked four days this week. <laughs> and it was a lot. Okay, I have class in between that as well. So I'm not like completely lazy and I'm just like, I can't work four days a week. What am I gonna do? I also have school and I have other things I take care of too, okay? Life is hard. Big friggin' week. Canada Day. Canada Day happened in Canada. If you didn't know, I'm, I'm from Canada. I worked it and it was a really good day, I'm not gonna lie. I will not lie to you. It was a really good, uh, really good shift. People were nice, people were happy. People were just, uh, I think, happy to get out of their homes on a holiday that usually is uh, pretty busy in the streets. Usually there's parades and and activities going on. So Davis and I were really happy that the festivities weren't going on. Hear me out on this, and I promise we're not old grumpy people, but we're kind of old grumpy people. We live right beside a huge place where, what's it, like an exhibition field? Like, is that what you wanna call it? I should know the name, but I've only been here four years and I really don't remember what it is. But it's a huge place where there's like farmer's markets, a track, like it's a whole community meeting area. And um, every year they have Canada Day festivities and the parade goes by our apartment and, and right in the streets around our place. And don't get me wrong, I love a good parade. I just only love it when I have the day off and I can celebrate as well. Every single year, except for one I've worked and uh, it's just a shit show getting in there out of our apartment and it's kind of annoying. Yeah, one year I worked at a restaurant and Davis had just a hell of a time getting in and out of the apartment and a guy even rolled his bicycle into the door of our car and then we got in trouble for it. It was just, it's just, just a massacre of <laughs> a holiday around our apartment building. One year I had it off and we went to the festivities and it was so hot and so miserable that we ended up arguing. And we're not even the type of couple that argues a lot, especially not in public. We actually got into an argument because we were so miserable on Canada Day. And we were just like having a day off, enjoying it together. And then yeah, this year I was working and because of the pandemic, there's no festivities and it was kind of beautiful. Uh, it rained and I was still I was still having a good day. It is what it is. I guess I'm a grumpy old person and I love the no festivities. I like people having fun and doing things and getting to, but at the same time, I'm like, I just want to get to and from my destination and I have to do this, so why can't my life be easier? Basically, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to whine. Thanks for listening to my, my whininess. So, there is an apple crisis going on in my life. One of my favorite snacks is apples and cheese. Uh, my favorite snack is the same favorite snack as your two-year-old. Don't judge me. I love apples and cheese, and there's been this huge 
problem with apples at the market right now and obviously it's because they're not in season i'm pretty sure it's fall that they're in season don't make fun of me if i'm wrong but yeah they're all like really shitty and i i hate it because they're my favorite i don't like throwing them away after a day like call me crazy i don't like wasting food so the only ones that were firm enough have been the red delicious so i caved and i got red delicious and i was like this is so insane like why is red delicious called red delicious when it's the most disgusting out of all the apples it is like what is the conspiracy here what's going on how on earth did how did you get that name i don't get it <laughs> red delicious you're not delicious it's very red actually it's a very deep red I, i'd say it's like a brown red almost okay I'm, I'm getting crazy there maybe i'll edit that out that's a little silly but it's a dark red so i get that it should be called red but delicious I don't know, man. Red apples. Just call them red apples. I posted about this on my Instagram and one of my friends answered my post with an article. It is found on the... Okay, so she sent me an article called The Awful Reign of Red Delicious. You can find it on theatlantic.com. I feel like if you Googled The Awful Reign of Red Delicious, that would pop up. And it's this whole article based on how this one guy who's like an apple farmer and his his he knows apples. He had thousands of apples. I don't, is it thousands of apples? I should have researched and read more correctly, but I had to do this really quick. So please forgive me. Just go read the article if you want the actual number. But he had like so many different kinds of apples growing up and he dates, his family owned so many apple farms and it dates back to like the 1700s. So he's some authority on apples and he thought the same thing. Like he was like, it's just ridiculous. These things are disgusting. So in this article, it talks about how for the last 70 years, Red Delicious has dominated apple production in the United States, even though no one's really buying them. <laughs> it was discovered by some random guy and it was like completely on accident and he ended up calling it the Hawkeye. Can we just admit that that would probably be a better name for it? It's not Red Delicious. Let's just call it the Hawkeye Apple. Motion to bring back the Hawkeye Apple. Hashtag Hawkeye Apple right now. Let's do this. Why can't we get offended by stuff like this? You know what? Can I digress for two seconds? Put a pin in this apple this apple conversation. Can we get offended by things also that would be humorous to change? Like this, for example. I'm offended that Red Delicious isn't actually delicious. It's a misrepresentation and it throws me off and it makes me believe it's delicious when it's not. And I bought it and I can't get a refund. I'm offended. Can we go back to calling it by the person who discovered it, the Hawkeye? Apple. It's 2020, I should say. I did not look into who this Hawkeye person was, so if he is the worst person ever, I apologize. I did not look that up beforehand. <laughs> I feel like that's something people are gonna have to say going forward in podcasts and live discussions. Like, I just need to throw it out there in case there's more research and someone digs it up that this guy was like, I don't know, some type of crazy <laughs> serial killer. I did not know that beforehand. All right, I'm getting crazy now. Back to the Apple conversation. It was called the Hawkeye and then they completely rebranded it in 1914 as the Red Delicious. And over the next two decades, some nurseries spend $750,000 to promote this apple. What? They dispatch traveling salesmen to farms. Like, what is this apple? Like, I just feel like it's a lie. 
I wrapped up in a pretty name. You can find that article on theatlantic.com, the awful reign of Red Delicious. But that also got me thinking about other foods too, because there's a few other foods that came from like something crazy. Like I think there's like some crazy history of wings where people thought they were like junk and then someone decided they weren't and then they just blew up. And then same with lobsters. Apparently those weren't always um a delicacy. That was apparently something that people looked at as like just these sea spiders that were disgusting, which let's be honest, they look like sea bugs. I guess sea spiders would be the crabs. I screwed up that one. Um, and then Pringles. Pringles is also one that it came from a complete mistake. The, uh, there was some guy that was, uh, you should research this, I don't know the exact story, but there was a guy that made chips and he didn't know what to do with the leftover crumbs, so he legitimately made Pringles. And now what? Come on, Pringles are so popular, like that's nuts. One man's trash, man, I tell ya. It's another man's fortune of Pringles. All right, what else do I got? What, what's next on the docket? What's happening in the world today? be easier to ask what isn't going on in the world today. There's not enough pictures of my dog out there, that's for sure. But like really, what hasn't happened in 2020? I saw a funny meme where it was like, all of us are so scared basically of what July has in store. And that's with good reason. Also, I was just thinking about how in the past people like have spit when they talked and people really hated it. In the future, people are gonna be so seriously offended by that. Like <laughs> that will be one of those things that like actually continues into the future where we make a lot of jokes about, you know, like that kind of stuff. And we make jokes about what the future will look like, like toilet paper memes and, and, and all that fun stuff. But I think the one thing that's gonna stick is gonna be people flipping out if you give them the weather and not the news. This is my future prediction. You know what? I might have a segment called Future Predictions by Chelsea Button. You've just listened to Future Predictions with Chelsea Button. What have I watched? Uh, we watched Eurovision. Has anyone watched that? That's the new Will Ferrell movie on Netflix. We say this every time a new Will Ferrell movie comes out, Davis and I. It's never his best. He's not the same at all. It's not, it's not that good anymore. If he's ever listening to this, I'm sorry, I'm lying. I'm kidding, you're amazing. You're amazing, Will Ferrell. But that's the thing, he's that good that sometimes he comes out with stuff that you're like, this isn't good and I'd still watch it over so many things that are on Netflix right now. But one of the things that was pretty cool about it was uh, Rachel McAdams. I love going on, on Twitter and looking at the hashtag of it. I like to see what people are saying about stuff and a lot of people are recognizing her talent. Well, I mean, they always kind of have, but she, you know what, she's kind of amazing. She's got, she's a really good actress. She really does have range. So it was really cool to see them work together in a movie. I thought it was pretty funny. It wasn't It wasn't amazing. It wasn't like some great storyline or anything like that, but I, th I thought it was pretty funny. I don't know that Davis really liked it, but that's fine. Can we please talk about Donald Trump right now? I, I'm sorry. I know people are obviously sick of it, but can I just, can we just quickly acknowledge that he accidentally tweeted someone saying white power. Okay, first of all, it was a long video. I watched it. I'm not uh I'm not giving him I'm not giving it an excuse, but you know he didn't watch the full movie and just posted it. And I think that makes it even more funny. Like it just makes him even more dumb. Like if there was intent behind it, it's like, okay, he's a malicious fucking crazy person, but this guy's really fucking dumb. Like he's the president of the United States and he doesn't have someone looking over his tweets before he tweets them. He doesn't watch a full video before he posts it. And then he leaves it up for an hour. Okay, it might've been less than an hour, but someone said almost an hour. I didn't look into the actual time, like the minutes, the second, but 
come on. It's really humorous. The fact that he left it up for almost an hour, it reminds me of that Family Guy episode where Brian tweets something racist. And then he comes home and he's like freaking out about it. And he's like, well, okay, well, I'll just delete it. And Stewie goes, you haven't deleted the tweet yet? My gosh. That's, I, I die laughing because I just feel like, you know what? I feel like Trump would seriously benefit from having a cartoon baby. Just read over his tweets really quickly before he tweets them. That's all I'm saying. Something else in the news that I'm just reading right now. <laughs> Probably doing my own, not practicing what I'm preaching by saying I should fully read before reporting. But what's going on? on with this Alabama students attend COVID parties to gamble on who's going to get sick first. Apparently that's a thing right now. Students in Alabama are reportedly throwing COVID parties with their friends and gambling who will get sick first. A series of previously reported parties were all part of a morbid game that included intentionally inviting COVID positive students in an attempt to intentionally contract the deadly virus. They put money in a pot and they try to get COVID. Whoever gets COVID first gets the pot. It makes no sense. Man, kids are crazy. You know how I got to that? I was looking up uh, what's trending on Twitter and Tide Pods are trending as food right now. And I just can't figure out why. That's too funny. I'm gonna have to look into that one a little bit more before I form any kind of opinion and I probably won't share it on here because I don't want this to be about opinions. I've said that a million times. Even though I'm sure I'm going to give some opinions, I don't want it to be something that's ever preachy. It's legitimately just a diary of my life. I don't want to be someone who's just preaching to everyone. I think that'd be really freaking annoying. What I do want to do, however, get back to what I wanted this podcast to be about. So as I had mentioned, I had started a podcast with Davis earlier with the hopes of having a diary of our relationship. And it just, I don't know why it didn't work. Um, we might revisit it, we might not. I don't know yet, we'll see. But I do wanna keep it where I talk about the relationship and different things. And one way I thought to do that was to look on different um, articles and different lists to find questions that maybe I can answer about the relationship. And this isn't really tips at all, but if you take something from it that actually ends up helping you, like I'm not gonna, I don't hate that, <laughs> but I am by no means any kind of um, professional with regards to relationships. I haven't studied anything in particular with that dynamic. I just realized how odd that is. I have so many child development courses, but I have no children and I have no relationship courses but I've been in a relationship. Like, what am I doing? Like, can I sync up what I'm doing here and get some experience with what I'm learning? So the first question is, what was your first impression about your partner? Wow, I hate admitting this all the time. When I first, okay, first of all, I don't remember the first time I met him and he doesn't remember me, but we both know we met. So we've had mutual friends for forever and apparently he was at my apartment this one time when I was throwing a party and he, I don't know if he didn't come in the apartment or what, but I don't remember him at all. And he doesn't really remember me. He just remembers like, whose apartment are we at? Like, can we go to the bar? And so we all hurried out of my house and I don't even think we ended up going to the same bar. I don't really know what ended up happening that night, but he legitimately told me, I remember your apartment, like, holy cow. Like, and then he told me about the time and I'm like oh my god I remember that I just don't remember you at all and he's like I don't remember you at all I'm like 
what in the world is going on? A piece of me is kind of like, there were so many chances for us to hook up earlier or meet earlier. I feel like the reason why we didn't is because, you know, that we were meant to be together later. Because even the beginning of our relationship was rocky and I think if we'd been younger and without the experiences that we had went through, we wouldn't have known how to treat each other once we did find each other. Not sure if that made sense, but I hope it did. <laughs> so my first impression was, I, I didn't even know who he was. I didn't remember him, obviously. I don't know. It was almost as if he was invisible and I bet you he'd say the same about me. <laughs> he saw my apartment and the situation and I, he remembers my mom and not me. So that's pretty humorous. And then the actual first one that I do remember, we were at a bar. It's a popular bar in London, Ontario called Call the Office. We call it CTO. So if I say CTO, that is totally what I mean. And everyone was there. This was one of those bars that pretty much almost everyone could like meet up at. There was a few of those, but um, in London, Ontario, we all sort of know each other through each other. It's one of those towns where it's like, okay, we definitely might know each other or have mutual friends or have friends of friends of friends or something like that. So we were at this bar called The Office and my friend had wanted me to meet him because she was hanging out with him. So we walked up and she was like, hey, this is Chelsea and this is Davis. And honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. He seemed like such a man to me. And at that time, I felt like such a kid still. And that is so weird to say. I don't want anyone to think that there was any reasoning for that other than I just didn't feel like I had grown up and there was, he's just got this really deep voice and this really like, I don't, he's very statuesque. Is that something you can say for a man? I have no idea, but he just stands tall and is very confident. And at that point in my life, I wasn't, I wasn't tall and confident. You know, I didn't stand tall. I didn't stand tall. I wasn't that confident. There was not even a situation where I, there wasn't even a moment where I thought like, oh my goodness, I like that guy because my brain automatically went to, he's too good for you. It didn't say those particular words. It did not say those words to me. It just was an automatic reaction. It's not even something I thought about and would never have thought about if we didn't end up together. Because then I had to reassess, well, how come I didn't really like you when we first met? Because you're clearly a good looking person and I, you're the kind of person I would be attracted to. So yeah, that's our, my first impression of him. Um, and then when we actually hung out, it, it got even worse. I was like, he's kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on. What did you like or love about your partner? This is so weird because it's like nine years ago. It's gonna be 10 years in October, but this is such a long time ago. Um, one thing I absolutely loved about him was how much fun he is. He's a lot of fun and he doesn't take life too seriously. I think I mentioned in the first episode that we don't take life seriously at all. Everything we say, like everything we say is a joke. There's not really too many times where we're not joking. When we're alone, we don't joke. If we're having a serious conversation, we don't joke. But I mean, there's so rarely times for such a serious conversation. It's just like, oh, are we budgeting something? Are we, you know, like there's everything else is just like have fun and enjoy your life. So one thing that I loved about him was he was just a ton of fun. Like he was down to party. He's sort of like a dog where he's just always down to wag his tail and be happy to see you and get stoked. He is down for karaoke. He dances. I can't stress this enough, men. Like do something that she likes doing. And if it sucks, try and find a compromise. If you can't dance, sing. If you can't sing, I don't know, do something, do Scrabble, <laughs> I don't know. But he will always sing with me during karaoke. I don't even, I don't have to beg. I don't have to beg. He will always dance with me. I don't have to beg. 
He absolutely loves having a good time. And that's just important because if you're gonna spend your entire life with someone, you really wanna make sure they're gonna be fun. I know that this is like sounding cliche because it's probably been set up a bajillion freaking times, but make sure you have fun with this person and make sure you have fun with them consistently and at, you know, not in a way that's like way too over excessive. You don't wanna be manic or anything and just always on the run and going crazy. You wanna make sure it's a consistent, normal happiness, whatever normal is, okay? Whatever normal is. It's something that feels good and comfortable and you're happy and you're having fun. I remember I was dating some Someone in high school and I had sang karaoke I wanted him to and he didn't and I was fine with that like I don't I'm not here to make people feel uncomfortable I was totally cool with it but afterwards he told me that someone had given him advice and they said they said to him no matter what always sing karaoke with her that's one thing that I regret about a past relationship is I didn't want to have fun with her I was so worried about what other people were gonna think about me that no I I didn't have fun with her and I lost her and it's it wasn't worth it I think there's a lot of merit to having fun like why wouldn't you why wouldn't you want to be with your best friend for life why don't you want why why not why not what's our time here oh 27 y'all I gotta keep it to like 40 because I just I have a lot of time to edit and I know I said I didn't want to edit this a lot but there's so many ums I'm such an ominator. Can I make up that word? An ominator. Someone who says um way too many times and they have to edit it out or else no one's gonna listen to the podcast. <laughs> How did the relationship start? Okay, so I've told this ad nauseum for, for our friends, but I obviously have to repeat it on here because you gotta start at the beginning and go up. Basically what happened was we'd hung out enough times that I had added him to Facebook. I just saw, uh, oh, suggested friends. And at the time I was single. I wasn't really even, I wasn't, I'd had an interest at the time. <laughs> so I wasn't really looking for anything but I saw that we had suggested friends and so many mutual friends that I, I added him. We'd hung out a few times. He had actually had a crush on one of my friends, so that's why he was hanging out all the time and we'd all hung out together. So I add him to Facebook. So a few months go by and I've liked a few of his statuses over time and he's such a, we're an older generation on Facebook in that we're still on Facebook, so that will tell you our age at, in the first place. <laughs> Facebook is for old people. So he was like sort of new to Facebook and didn't really understand it. And I'm gonna be real with you. He doesn't really understand social communication in the first place, even on the internet, <laughs> in person, as well as on the internet. You really have to be a particular kind of per individual to understand Davis. So I had liked two of his statuses and a couple weeks go by and he messages me and he says, I don't know what's going on here, but <laughs> if you wanna hang out, we should totally hang out or something like that. Like I really gotta find, I, I'm pretty sure it's still on there. I should find it and read it and just like put him on blast. But I didn't really understand it. I thought he was like just trying to hang out. Like I was single. I didn't really care what was going on in my life. I was just partying and having fun. So I was like, yeah, more friends, why not? I invite him out. Apparently I, apparently I missed his text or his message uh, saying he was there. So he came like pretty early to the party, which is so funny in the first place. He came so early, <laughs> that sentence. He's gonna listen to this and be like, you're such a nerd. He came over early. <laughs> He came over early and I opened up the window. It was, I live on the, I lived on the ground floor. I opened up the, the balcony window and I just saw him in this leather jacket and these 
so like these really clean um high top shoes and i for the first time i was smitten and it was so weird it was he was there for me and i was there for that and uh we were pretty much dating from that moment on there was another moment where i was questioning it and then he completely shot down any kind of insecurity i had about it and was like nope I came here to hang out with you. Let's hang out together. This, uh, I'm here for you. So yeah, it's that's also another another thing I can get into, but that was how the relationship started. I'm gonna move on to the next question because I don't wanna go into one thing too much because honestly, a podcast that's gonna go on your whole life, you can save some stuff. I can save a lot of stuff for a lot of episodes. It's probably better that way anyway. I'm sure it's hard to talk to yourself about nothing for a really long time. Do you still like what you loved about your partner and why? I'm not sure why that one didn't come directly after what did you like or love about your partner. So obviously I still love exactly what I loved about him. Don't get me wrong though, after nine years, there are some moments where I'm trying to be serious and because we're such jokey people and he knows that I'm not offended easily by just anything silly, he can get annoying. He can get totally, completely obnoxious. He has this thing where if I'm about to get annoyed at something, if either of us gets annoyed at something, we tend to say a joke to calm the other person down because you don't need to be having a temper tantrum like if you're having a real problem that's one thing the temper tantrums sometimes it's good to disarm your significant other if you've got a good running joke so his he has this thing where he says here we go if i start complaining about any like minute issue in my in my life he'll start with here we go <laughs> i'll just get so freaking annoyed yes we live in a jokey jokey world where we don't get really that offended by anything but there are times that after nine years it's like can you just effing listen to what the f i am saying instead of cutting me off with a here we go or i'm never listening to anything you have to bitch about again done and done get out of town <laughs> But I do still love that that motherfucker can dance and that motherfucker can sing and you know what? He does a mean Megadeth sweating bullets. I challenge anyone to do better. He's pretty awesome. He's a cool buddy to have as my, my partner in this crazy freaking thing we're calling life. Are you happy with the intimacy you share? That is such a deep question for a podcast that's not meant to be about that. <laughs> I'm very happy with the intimacy we share. I think we could connect a little more on a loving level, if you get what I'm saying. We're very joking. I've repeated that so many times. We're like super happy and bubbly around each other and we really enjoy each other's company and we like joking around and we like play fighting and we like playing around. I do wish we had nice moments where we stared into each other's eyes, but at the same time, I feel like that's not really something I, uh, I need <laughs> because I think it's weird now at this point. Like when I really think about it, we're in bed together and it's just so deep and we're connecting so well and we're having such a good time that we do have nice moments where we're just sort of kissing and looking at each other. So yeah, I guess, you know what? I'm just all around pretty freaking happy. I guess what I'm just trying to say is we fuck really well, we get along really well, we play really well. I think maybe I should hug him more. I think, I, yeah, I think I, I don't know. I don't like always having someone clinging to me and he's the same way. So I, at the same time, I think it's like, that's who just who we are. Like we don't really, hold hands in public or do anything like that because it's just not who we are. How many times do I have to say that? It's almost like I'm feeling insecure and having to feel like I need to overcompensate for something. <laughs> 
Do you feel the same way about your partner that you felt at the beginning of the relationship? I feel almost better. I shouldn't even say almost. I feel a lot better. I don't feel the same way at all. In the beginning, it was actually, if I compare it, it was horrible. They say love and addiction is in the, the same uh, area of the brain. I think in the beginning, it's more of an addiction and it's just not healthy. And you have to kind of get past that and, and learn and grow together. And you got to go through some stuff to get to that uh, real deep relationship where it has meaning and it's it's... It's a partnership. Like this is my partner in life. This is who I've chosen to put a lot of faith into. I feel much better about our relationship than I did in the beginning. I feel much more secure. I feel very happy. Um, and I think I should stop because I don't want to be someone that's like, I'm bragging. I am so happy in my relationship. But also I want people to like listen. And you know, if you're questioning if you should still be with someone just because you've been with them for a, for such a long time, and you're like, you know, I've been with them for so long, I should just stick it out, but I'm feeling like I don't feel the same as I did in the beginning and I'm not that happy and our intimacy isn't that good. If you're listening to this, it should be. It really should be. Life life should be easier, shouldn't it? I think it's, uh, it, it should be easier. I think it could be, you could make one difficult decision that could change your life. Mmm. This one's my favorite. Are you positively affecting each other's life? This is my favorite because I think it is so important so important. Why do you think the reason is that I have enough confidence to make a podcast of myself where I talk to myself about myself? <laughs> okay, I'm not full of myself, I swear to God. I just really wanted to learn how to do a podcast and I really enjoy talking to myself. I don't believe I have anything to offer anyone. I just thought it would be fun. I want it to be a personal journal later. If someone gets something from it or enjoys it or listens to it while they're writing a 5K marathon or something like that, 5K is in a marathon, why did you say that, Chelsea? Then anyways, I've done what I came to do. Sorry, I just... Are you positively affecting each other's life? Yes, 100% yes, 110% yes. This should be the number one thing that you think about when you're dating someone, when you're friends with someone, when you, anything, anything in life should be, is it positively affecting you? All right, not anything. There's some things in life that are gonna be negative and you're gonna have to put up with them, you have to face them, they're difficult and that's life. Life's full of challenges, but your relationships don't have to be. We consistently are trying to bring each other up. No one person in the relationship is ever a hundred. I'm gonna knock on wood right now because right now, we have been at such a good level together. Our lives, we are 100% positively affecting each other's life. Why did I say that again? I've said it a million fucking times. Neither one of us is ever 100%. Right now we're doing really well, but in most of the relationship, someone is sometimes 20 and the other one's 80, or sometimes one's 60 and the other one's 40. The odd time it's 50-50. Like I can't tell you how often we've had, we've been in situations where you know the other one's going through a rough time and the other one has to bring them up it's really difficult life is really difficult and you're really gonna want someone who you know doesn't shy away from things that are difficult or things that you need like I've, I've mentioned in the first podcast that I, I go through depression definitely a lot less than when I was a kid I believe I had double depression as a kid and now I sort of just uh 
just have little episodes. He gets that and he's so there for me and he doesn't try to give me any advice. He's literally just there for me. And if he's having a hard time in life, I'm, I'm just there for him. I'm literally just there to kind of like a shoulder to cry, I, a shoulder to cry on. I'm not gonna lie, he doesn't cry. <laughs> I'm just there to be the listening ear or he's just there to be the listening ear. Not only that, but we both lift each other up. He's never been scared of who I am as a woman. I tend to be, I don't want to say like I'm an independent woman, but I'm kind of an independent woman where I grew up in a household where I had to grow up really fast. So I'm kind of a strong individual. I've had to learn how to navigate through life very early. I'm a very strong individual. I know what I want in life. I know how to get it. I know what I'm doing. I know the direction I'm going. He just perfectly complements everything. It and, and I believe I do the same for him. I like to believe, let's hope I do that. He has all these dreams and aspirations in life and my life suits his and his suits mine. And then when it doesn't, we find a compromise, but it, it in general kind of works out. <laughs> if I'm in school, he supports me. He does, you know, whatever I need that he can help. Um, if he's, you know, he just got a new position with his job. So I've kind of stepped up with taking care of household things. We kind of just are all around positively affecting each other's lives. And like I was saying, it's really important that you both can do that for each other. My Instagram is Chelsea Button Stories. My Twitter is Chelsea Stories. My YouTube is Chelsea Button. Okay, stop laughing. Everyone has already used Chelsea Button or Chelsea Stories, so clearly I need to figure my shit out. But my Gmail is going to be at the Overzealous Podcast. I haven't really figured that out yet either. I will link that. And I will link all of my socials in the show notes and um, the email. If you've got any questions, 100%, email them in I will address them and it can be any topic I would love to be asked questions I'm a nerd like that thank you so much for listening this has been overzealous with Chelsea Button we'll see you next week